Welcome to the Growing in Christ podcast, where we are rooted in living water and growing closer to our purpose in Christ. I am your host, Shador Foy. Now let's get growing. Today we are on chapter 16 of Proverbs, and I will be starting with verse 1. So I encourage you all to grab your Bibles, your pencils, your pens, your notebooks, and stuff like that. And we will dive in with verse 1. To earthling man belong the arranging of the heart, but from Jehovah is the answer of the tongue. Verse 2 says, All the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes, but Jehovah is making an estimate of spirits. Verse 3, Roll your works upon Jehovah himself, and your plans will be firmly established. Verse 4 says, everything Jehovah has made for his purpose, yes, even the wicked one for the evil day. So we have to realize that God is in control, and God is in the best control. And with those verses of 1 through 3 before 4, when it said that, um, you know, we should roll your our works upon Jehovah and that we that Jehovah is making an estimate of spirits we should make sure that we are always acknowledging God in all of our ways and just making sure that we're saying okay God I got this going on but can you okay it you know just making sure that God I want to do this what do you say just always doing that and having those conversations with God. I mean, with my growing in Christ business, I was like, God, I want to do this, but what do you say? You know, God, I want to start a podcast, but what do you say? You know, I had to go through that time where I asked God so I wouldn't be confused and so that I wouldn't be doing something totally different and totally left. And, you know, God has made everything, even the wicked ones. So even people that are wicked, I remember, sorry, I remember reading one story about the Egyptians. And that was when um, Moses was like, set my people free, you know, and they were enslaved by Egypt. And it said in the Bible that God hardened Pharaoh's heart. God intentionally hardened Pharaoh's heart. You know, God did that. So even the wicked ones, God has made and God has, you know, plans for every story. God is in control of every story, every situation. And that should be comforting to us. And then in verse 5, it says, Everyone that is proud in heart is something detestable to Jehovah. Hand may join to hand, yet one will not be free from punishment. Verse 6 says, By loving kindness and trueness, error is atoned for. And in the fear of Jehovah, one turns away from bad. So when we submit to Jehovah, when we are in awe of Jehovah, and when we respect Jehovah, we we kind of fill in our spirits and in our hearts that we want to turn away from bad. It's not something that, you know, because I used to be in a place where I used to say, God, I'm I'm scared to get deeper in you because I'll get deeper in you and then I'll I'll still have these sins and I won't want to turn from them and I'll be holding on to them. And that was nothing but a lie from the enemy and from my flesh because when you get closer to God, you realize that you have no wantings for those things. I mean, honestly, one time Um, I was thinking, I was like, whoa, because God really changed me once I made the choice that I was going to say, yes, God, and get into his will and um, truly walk in the desires that he has for my life because um, my mindset was messed up. 
my mindset was really messed up and I was like God my mindset is so foggy right now I don't think I can get deeper in you but once I said yes Lord I'm going to grow deeper in you I'm I'm going to not focus on the things that hinder me and the things that limit me but I'm going to actually dive into you it was like um I don't know if it was like a month later or a few weeks later but I was I began my mindset started to change and every time I was thinking I was thinking and talking to God you know and I used to think so my mind used to be so down and so depressed all the time and I'd always worry and always be fidgety and always be saying oh I don't like this about myself or I'm so scared or I'm gonna look this way to people and just always worrying and always in that place of sadness but one day I was just thinking and I was thinking about the things of God and just thinking about God and talking to God and I was like and I thought back and I was like whoa how my mindset has changed and I didn't even realize it and this is um a testimony not just to talk about it but just to say for you all if you all are struggling with saying yes to God because you're scared of the sins that hold you back God changes you so much that you don't even realize it I mean that is a testimony for real so I I can give you my assurance that he does that and you think because I thought you know I was thinking God I'm going to have to struggle with this I'm going to have to truly battle with him in my mind and different things and it was like it wasn't even like that God just changed me so easily and it's like my love for God was greater than my my connection and my tangled up in my sins and my mindset and it was it was a blessing it really made me joyful when I when I realized it I was in so much awe of it and I was like thank you God because I thought it was going to be this hard long process of trying to get myself together but that's that's the difference when you do things with God versus when you do things with yourself you know I know there's so many things in the world that say how to boost your confidence how to get your mind right how to be a better person but unless you have God those things are going to be hard because guess what you're not always going to feel like looking in the mirror and saying that you are beautiful, especially when you're the only one saying it. It is so easy to doubt. You're not always going to be wanting to tell yourself that you're a good person. You don't want to always be kind. But once you have God backing you and pushing you on it, and once your love of God and your love for God encourages those things, it is easier with God it is easier to change it is easier to get in that place of change because God purifies you as you're with him you know as you're in his presence he is purifying you and he's not doing it to a way that you feel it and he doesn't do it all at once sometimes because then we'll get too prideful and we'll be like oh it was all me I did this but no God does it to where you don't even recognize it like with me I didn't even recognize that my mindset had changed but once I saw it I I knew that was only God and I began to praise God and was like thank you God so if you're struggling with being uh, with changing about something or maybe you're even struggling with just coming to Christ and you're saying well God um I I think you're real but if I say you're real and if I confess it and I have all this stuff how how can I be good to you how can I be uh an asset to the kingdom you know how can I be something good for your kingdom and for your mission 
God will work that out. All you have to do is say yes. That's all that God desires from us. Every promise of God is a yes and amen. That's all that he desires us to do. He doesn't desire us to figure out how we're going to change and what we're going to do and make this 12-step program of how we're going to get into the will of God. No, we leave that up to God. We just say yes and amen. And then it says, on verse 7, it says, When Jehovah takes pleasure in the ways of a man, he causes even his enemies themselves to be at peace with him. So, that's also thinking about, you know, always trying to overthink God. And I know that I am um, have been guilty of that. Always trying to overthink the things of God. But when God delights and when he finds pleasure in the ways of a man... He causes even his enemies themselves to be at peace with him. So never, when you're doing something, even with me as my own testimony, doing this, growing in Christ, and with you, if you have a creative business, if you have something that you want to do in your community, if you have something that you want to do solely, you know, never think about, oh, this person's going to be against it. What do I do if this person says something? What do I do if nobody is for it? God's going to allow even your enemies to be at peace with you. Even even your enemies will support your mission. Even your enemies will support you. Even your enemies will say, well, what can I do to help? Even your enemies will say, well, that's a great idea. I, I know somebody who could help you with this. Even your enemies will submit to you because God has pleasures in it. And if God has pleasures in it, if he's pleased in your ways, he's going to make your enemies pleased in your ways. So, you know, um, that is the God that we serve, you know, because it says that he, it said in verse four, everything Jehovah has made for his person, for his purpose. Yes, even the wicked ones for the evil day. So he made even the wicked ones for his purpose. And sometimes the wicked ones purpose is to push us. It is to give us the backing that we need. You know, it is to say, I'll support your mission. They may not want to. They may hate you with all their heart. But God says you are to support them. And then in verse 8, it says, Better is a little with righteousness than an abundance of products without justice. Verse 9 says, The heart of earthly man may think out his way, but Jehovah himself does the directing of his steps. So we have to realize that, you know, we may think, we may have an idea about something and we may think about oh this is what i want to do but god directs it so you have to you have to say god this is what i want to do you have to say well god um like like you're creating a movie let's say that you're it's like creating a movie and you're saying god well um i want this movie to be an action movie and i kind of want it to be about a dude that um you know is fighting the bad guys and he's He's a black belt and um, maybe it takes place in Chicago and, you know, you, you, you are the one thinking about it and you're the one thinking out the ways. And then you say, well, God, I want you to direct this, you know, and I want you to, you know, say how this is going to go and how that's going to go. So we have to get in that place where we're saying it's okay to have thoughts and it's okay to have visions and have dreams. But then we have to turn those over to God and say, God, do what you want with them. Yes, I thought about this, but God, do what you want with it. Because when we don't do that, not only do does it open a gate for pride to get in and say, well, you did this all by yourself, but you don't have the ultimate God of control backing you on it. 
And we that who doesn't want the ultimate God of control to back you on something? So, you know, God, we have to use God like our connections. You know, like when people say hey, you have something that you want to do, you got to get those connections. You got to get those people, get in contact with those people who will help you and who will guide you. That's God. God should be our main connection in everything that we want to do. God is our main connection. And then in verse 10, it says, Inspired decision should be upon the lips of a king. In judgment, his mouth should not prove unfaithful. Verse 11 says, The just indicator and scale belong to Jehovah. All the stone weights of the bag are his work. So we should realize that God indicates what's just you know he is the just indicator in scales those things belong to jehovah so he is the one who weighs what's good and what's bad you know he is the only one those things belong to him and then verse 12 says the doing of wickedness is something detestable to kings for by righteousness is the throne of firmly established verse 13 says the lips of righteousness are a pleasure to a grand king and the speaker of upright things he loves verse 14 says the rage of a king means messengers of death but the wise man is one that averts it verse 15 says in the light of the king's face there is life and his goodwill is like the cloud of spring rain Verse 16 says, the getting of wisdom is oh how much better than gold, and the getting of understanding is to be chosen more than silver. Verse 17 says, the highway of the upright ones is to turn away from bad. One who is safeguarding his way is keeping his soul. Verse 18 says, pride is before a crash, and a haughty spirit before stumbling. So we have to make sure that we're we're not wanting to have a crash. You know, how many of us truly want to crash? We we should be humble. We shouldn't be prideful. And we should always seek out God. And that's what I was saying before as far as our our desires and our visions that we have. We should seek out God with them. Because if we are prideful, those things are going to crash. We We may have such the greatest idea ever. We may have the greatest idea ever. But we don't see God on it and we become prideful in it and we do what we want to do and that thing crashes and the worst thing ever is to have the idea in your mind and you want to do it and you're trying to do it and trying to figure out and then it crashes and then see somebody else who God since you were prideful and God God is the one who gives visions God is the one who gives us our creativity he is a creator and we are made in his image and that is why we are to be creators too and we have creativity but if we choose to be prideful with the visions that god gives us then he's like okay i'm gonna give this to somebody else who will submit to me so when your vision and the thing that you wanted to do when you become prideful in it and it crashes then you see somebody else who was willing to submit to god with that same vision and it's so prosperous it prospers so much more and you're like oh my gosh i had that same vision what did you do and they're like well it's all god it's not me i mean god just prospered me you that that's that is sad you know that's something that's going to make your heart heavy that is something that is going to 
bring should it shouldn't bring you to shame but it should bring you to repentance and be like okay god forgive me for not seeking you out on this now i have to watch somebody else you know work this vision that you gave to me though god is a merciful god and he is a gracious god and he will give you another vision and he will give you plenty more but we have to remember to fear the lord in all of our ways you know acknowledge god in all our ways so that we may prosper and then in verse let's say eight oh no in verse 19 it says better is it to be lowly in spirit with the meek ones than to divide spoil with the self-exalted verse 20 says he that is showing insight in a matter will find good and happy is he that is trusting in jehovah so we gotta realize trusting in jehovah is the greatest thing that you could ever do and honestly i am still trying to realize that you know personally because i am the type of person that likes to have control i like a sense of control and um i have to realize that that's not the way to go because when i have my hands all up in the pot it's it doesn't work out (laughs) but when i truly allow myself to trust god you know and god god is really i mean god is god is awesome you know, mega, and you know, he is uh so funny to me, you know, because sometimes I will be having my sense of control. And this is this is just one thing that um I want to share my own testimony. You know, I'm kind of outing myself here, but the other day, I believe it was like a Friday, and I had woke up late for school, and I got so angry, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna be late for school today, oh my gosh, I'm so mad, I'm so angry, and I was like, God, I can't, I can't miss school today, I can't miss school today, that's not an option, I cannot just not go to school today, and God was like, um, I'm the God who can work everything out, and I just took that with a grain of salt, I was like, so angry, and then I get a text on my phone that there was no school that day, and (laughs) that, you know, the roads were icy, and I didn't even know that, I didn't know that part, I was just like, I didn't know that there was icy rain and everything like that, And I was just like so angry and God was constantly telling me, I am the God who can make ways out of no ways. And I was just like, yeah, God, sure. But I'm so angry because this is happening and that's happening. And God was like, oh, so now you can't go to school. You know, there's no, there's no school and it's, it's freezing rain and the roads are slippery and there's no school. But I said, I can't not go to school. So We have to realize to trust God and you're happier when you trust God and you don't worry so much and I'm still working on that. So if you would like to add someone to your prayer list, please add me to your prayer list as far as trusting in God because that is something that I truly need to work on. I I just, me personally, and I see it and though I say I dislike it, I still do it, but I dislike how much I have faith in the natural than I do in the supernaturalness of God. So that is something that I truly need to work on. And I know that it brings about happiness and it just takes your worry away and it takes, it will take my sense of control away, you know, so I won't have that anymore. So I am praying for deliverance from that sense of control because it is not something of God. And verse 21 says, the one that is wise in heart will be called understanding and he that is sweet in his lips adds pers- per, sorry, 
persuasiveness. And verse 22 says, To its owner's insight is a well of life, and the discipline of the foolish ones is foolishness. Verse 23 says, The heart of the wise one causes his mouth to show insight, and to his lip it adds persuasiveness. Verse 24 says, Pleasant sayings are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul, and a healing to the bones. Verse 25 says, There exists a way that is upright before a man, but the ways of death are the end of it afterward. So, there is a way that seems upright to us. You know, have you done something, you say that, oh, I thought, I thought I was right. I thought that was the right way to do it. I thought, you know, but then it ends, it ends in death afterwards. So we have to really acknowledge, and that's why I'm stressing this so much. And I'm stressing this for myself too. acknowledge God in all of our ways. That is something that we truly need to do, especially this year. And for the rest of our lives, just truly diving in with acknowledging God. And then verse 26 says, the soul of the hard worker has worked hard for him because his mouth has pressed him hard verse 27 a good for nothing man is digging up what is bad and upon his lips there is as it were a scorching fire verse 28 a man of intrigues keeps sending forth contention and a slanderer is separating those familiar with one another verse 29 says a man of violence will seduce his fellow and certainly cause him to go in a way that is not good so we have to make sure that we're not men or women of violence and sometimes you know as we're reading these things we read them and we'll be like oh yeah i'm never i'm never gonna be like that i'm not like that you know but well, that's why we have to read the Bible with discernment. And then in verse 29, it says, A man of violence will seduce his fellow and certainly cause him to go in a way that is not good. That's not just about, you know, seducing them to death. But how many times have you said to your friend, um, come on, let's, let's take a sip of this. It won't hurt. Oh, come on, try this. It's, it was fun. It'll make you feel good. You know, or smoke this. Or, come on, let's go to this party. Don't be such a goody two-shoes. Or even when they're trying to do a good thing, you're like, well, just sneak out, you know? Just just sneak out of the house. Or, oh my gosh, your parent is so annoying, you know? Like, your parent is always nagging. When you do those things, you are being that man or woman of violence that is seducing your fellow and certainly causing him to go in a way that is not right you are sowing those seeds you know you are sowing those seeds of causing him to go in the way that is not right because when you are constantly telling your friend your mom is always nagging your mom needs to go on somewhere or mind her own business your dad is always doing this that sows that seed of rebellion so the next time that that parent tries to talk to that child that child is always oh, mom you're always getting on my nerves dad you're always trying to tell me something this that and another that sows that seed of rebellion and that might not be what you truly meant to do but you never know once you sow that seed 
and that person allows it to grow, you never know how far that person is willing to go. When you, you may have fun with just taking a sip of alcohol at parties, but you never know when that person may get attached to it. And they, you, they're already on edge struggling with depression. And they're like, well, I should just drink a little bit more. And now they're alcoholic at the age of 16. You know, you never know how far that person is going to take that evil seed, how far they are going to walk in that path of wickedness so you should never even open that path to a friend you know you should never even open that path to another person even though you do your dirt even though you disrespect your parents even though and this is for myself too even though you may drink even though you may do drugs even though you may go to parties even though you may not spend time with god and spend time for god or sneak out of the house and different things like that Though you do those things, and let's say that you do them and you have no intentions on changing them or you're working on it, don't encourage others to do it with you no matter what, no matter what. And this is for future. Say you get into something in the future. Never encourage anyone else to do it with you. And though it may seem hypocritical for you to say, no, I I don't want you to do it. I don't want you to do it. Yet you do it. You still are you still are obligated by God. You know, God is telling you that is the command from God. Don't allow other people to sin with you. Do not bring people down to destruction with you because your blood is on your hands and so is theirs. As soon as you say, come do this with me, now their blood is on your hands and now their sins is on your hands. And the first thing that you will say when they become an alcoholic, when they're rebelling against their parents or they fight their parents or when they are now going to the extremes and doing drugs and going to parties like every night and you're like whoa I don't I didn't even do that when they're doing that stuff and when they're taken to the extremes the first thing that you might say is well I didn't know that they do that well you don't you don't offer the path of wickedness to anybody because you don't know what they'll do but you can offer the path of righteousness and though yes it you there are some times where you are going to seem like a hypocrite and you know you but hopefully at some point you'll get sick and tired of feeling like a hypocrite and you'll change yourself and you'll do right yourself because the worst thing to do is to know right and then do wrong but to see somebody else who doesn't know right and encourage them and now they're being righteous and you're still stuck in your wrongdoing that is the worst thing ever so you just got to make sure that you are not excuse me, encouraging people to walk in the pay, the way of wickedness with you. And verse 30 says, he is blinking with his eye to scheme up intrigues with his, I'm sorry, pinching his lips together. He certainly brings mischief to completion. Verse 31 says, gray headedness is a crown of beauty when it is found in the way of righteousness. Verse 32 says, he that is slow to anger is better than a mighty man. And he that is controlling his spirit than the one capturing a city. So we have to make sure that we are walking in self-control and um, being slow to anger. Um, it is better. I respect somebody more. And I don't know if I said it before, but I respect somebody more who walks away from a fight who then stays in fight because that shows that you are a mature person and that you you have your priorities in order you know i'd rather because what what will fighting do fighting will solve nothing and then somebody who has a better and he that is controlling his spirit than the one capturing a city 
You have to control your spirit. You have to, you can't just do everything your mind and behind will let you, you know. Um, you can't just talk all out the side of your neck. You have to control your spirit. You have to hide some things in your heart. You don't need to always tell somebody how you feel about a certain situation. You don't always need to tell somebody your, give somebody your two cents, if you will. You don't always have to do that. You have to control your spirit control your anger we have to walk in that place of self-control and then in verse 33 it says into the lap the law is cast down but every decision by it is from jehovah yes so that is the end of chapter 16 and i pray that this bless you all soul and i also pray that you all get your own insight and revelation from it because oh my gosh it is so cool when, um, I mean, me personally, when I've gone to church or heard other people preach and I've got my own revelation from it. And it's such a blessing. Honestly, it blesses the soul to have your own revelation. I know it blesses mine. So, yes. So, I am so happy. And also, I want to challenge you all and also myself. I can do that too. <laughs> um, I know the last time I was talking about how sometimes it's hard for me to spread that word out to others and different things like that. But I want to challenge you all that if you do have your own revelation or just some things that I said that you took note of, I want to challenge you all to share it with somebody, you know. And, you know, if you don't know how or if you're scared to because this is what I know I'm going to do and I, I can pray. I can I encourage you all to pray as well. But I'll pray also for myself. Um, but to allow God to um, make it happen the way that we need it to happen. You know, sometimes you don't just want to go up to a random stranger and be like, um, chapter 16 of Proverbs and verse 32 says da 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 da. Like, you don't want to go up to somebody and just, you know, kind of force it. You know, you know that a good word at the right time, you know, will be oh how good to somebody's soul now we learned that in the last chapter so we just have to pray that god will set up the stage for us and honestly another testimony what i've learned is that god will do that god oh my gosh if you just pray to god god doesn't want you to like i said before he doesn't want you to lay out this 12-step program of how to do this and how to do a and how to do b and how to do c all you have to do is walk all you have to do is walk in the way. That's why this says a righteous man's steps are ordered by the Lord. God orders your steps. God will order our steps. All we have to do is walk. We don't have to figure them out and try and order them and put them in order. No, God already has them in order. All we have to do is walk. God already sets, sets the stage up for us. All we have to do is say our lines at the right time. So that is all about acknowledging God in all of our ways and truly just seeking him out in everything that we do. And we'll learn that things are more easy that way. It's more easy to serve God when we are actually in a relationship with him and are close to him and are allowing him to be God. You know, allowing, when you truly allow God to be God, you realize that it is so easy to just be a Christian. It, you experience the fullness of what the Bible is talking about. I know for a while I was like, I was loving God and I was with God, but I wasn't experiencing that fullness because I wasn't allowing God to be God 
And I'm still learning and growing in how to allow God to be himself. So right now I'm going to end this with a prayer again. I know I ended the last one with a prayer and I want to end this one with a prayer as well. So if you would just bow your heads and close your eyes, if you can. Um, and this is, for me, what I think about your head and close your eyes for is for just, you know, having that like that calmness and just calming down and just not being distracted uh, by the things around you. So if you just close your eyes and bow your heads with me if you can and will and let's go in with a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this blessed day. Any day that they're listening to this podcast, Lord God, for you say that um, ble- this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it, Lord God. And Lord, I just pray that we can share your word, Lord God, for you are a good thing and you are good news, Lord God, and good news is to be shared, Lord God, and I pray that we don't just keep your word to ourselves, but we start walking in it, Lord God, we start living it, and we start showing it, and we start dispersing and scattering our knowledge about, Lord God, and being that wise woman and that wise man, Lord God. Lord, I just pray that you set the stage for us, Lord God, and Lord, let us let us allow you to be God, Lord God. Lord, I just pray that we walk in surrenderance, Lord God, that we just surrender to you, Lord God, that we we dedicate and reconnect to you. And even for the ones who have not claimed you yet, Lord God, I pray that they dedicate and connect to you, Lord God, for you are a blessing unto the souls of many, Lord God, the souls of every, Lord God. Lord, you are a blessing and our souls and our hearts cry out to you today, Lord God, just asking you to set the stage for us, Lord God. We love you and we just thank you so much for what you're doing lord god in our lives and through our lives lord god lord we thank you for your word lord god you have you have written this word over thousands of years ago you have spoken this word over thousands of years ago yet it still rings true today lord god it's still being fulfilled today your promises are still being fulfilled today lord god And we just want to connect our faith with your promises, Lord God. We want to connect our faith with your promises, Lord God. And every promise of God is a yes and amen. And today, Lord God, we just want to say yes and amen to you, Lord God. We just want to say yes to you, Lord God. We don't have to figure it out, Lord. We don't have to figure out how it's going to go and how it's going to work and how this is going to happen and how that's going to happen and what the next step is. Lord, no, we don't need to figure those things out. All we got to do is walk, Lord God. All we got to do is say yes to you, Lord, because you will change us in a way that we won't even realize it. But when we do, Lord God, out of our mouth shall flow praises unto you, Lord God. Out of our heart shall flow praises unto you, Lord God. We shall praise you when we realize the mighty works that you have done, Lord God, that you are a miracle worker, Lord God, that you are a mighty miracle worker, Lord God, that you are always working miracles before us and around us, Lord God. And we are saying today that we want to start becoming a part of that miracle to get into that blessing Lord God to acknowledge you in all of our ways Lord God we don't want to see somebody else execute our vision and make it prosper just because of their submitting to the Lord and our not being submitted to the Lord. So Lord, we pray today that we submit to you, Lord God. We submit to you. We be in all of you. We respect you and all of those put together. We fear the Lord our God, Lord God, that we allow you to be the God that we call you to be, that we claim you to be. Lord, you said, who do you say I am, Lord God? And we want to say that you are our help 
deeper. We want to take some time of reflection today and throughout this year and just asking ourselves, who do we believe our God to be? And just walking in it. When we say our God is a helper, that means that any situation that we have, we believe that you are going to help. If we say that our God is Alpha and Omega, the King of all kings, we believe that you are going to fight for us, Lord God. You are a ruler of nations. You are the King of the whole nation, Lord God. And you have justice in your hand. You have righteousness in your hand, Lord God. Out of your mouth flows truth and wise counsel, Lord God. And we pray right now that you are our main connection, Lord God, and that you are our blessed counselor. And more importantly, God, you are our Holy Father, Lord God. And we can come to you with anything that we're struggling with, with anything, Lord God. And Lord, I pray that you cover every last individual one of us lord god lord i just pray that you are covering us and you're just loving us and just being with us right now in the name of jesus lord and i pray this prayer with expectancy lord god i pray this prayer connecting my faith to it and connecting my belief to it lord god so yes lord i pray this and i ask this of you and in jesus name i pray amen The growing does not stop here. You can find the Growing in Christ blog on our website that can be found in our bio. Not only does the Growing in Christ website house our blog, it also shows you where you can find us on our social media. Always remember Jeremiah 17, 7-8. For through this verse, we know that if we keep on trusting in God, simultaneously, we'll keep on growing in God. 